1: welcome to the sift spoil for blade runner 2049 uh we have released the spoil hounds uh we are going to talk about every every little detail that we want to a couple notes uh number one if you haven't seen the movie please go away we do not want you here uh it's gonna ruin it for you also we're gonna jump around we're not gonna explain the plot we're just gonna talk about different things that happen in the movie so you'll probably even be confused uh so you don't necessarily um want to be here anyway and number two welcome back mr josh from the nether region uh he's gonna join us Woo! for some spoil blade runner get those perks spoiler talk as well um what do you want to spoil man uh, do you want to talk about the replicants? I, I have a couple of things. Um,
2: the biggest thing I want to talk about is uh, where where this movie where this movie ends and the potential for more stuff. Yeah, it definitely and, and feels and, and from the very
1: universe. open to sequels and expanded universe and all that kind of stuff, which is fine. I don't feel like the movie depends on it, but it yeah. is uh, it is definitely open to that kind of stuff. Go ahead. Well, that I guess that was it. Like um,
2: your your I guess your thoughts on it seems like like it's open to it. Um, I haven't heard anything like anybody's planning on it. The movie stands alone. Um, I feel like just like the first one, the first one was a building block that stood alone. The second one is a thing that stands alone but builds off of the building blocks of the first one. Yeah. Uh, so much so that it's I mean it's necessary. You can't have the second one without the first one. Um, and so. A third one, like the things they've set up, and the char- There's a couple of characters that are unresolved. Oh yeah. Um, some of them barely solved. What's the opposite of resolved? Uh, <laughs> barely, pre- barely. Some of them barely presented. Yeah. Actually, I think resolved which is would technically, me to
1: uh, Technically, uh, the root of that is solve. So th- those characters are are barely solved, let barely alone solved. resolved. <laughs> uh,
2: he's infamous. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, so yeah, um, what, what, um, do you have thoughts on where, where it's leading? Oh, it's, you get the, if, if it, the store in the
1: universe. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think you get the sense at the end of the movie that, that revolution is coming and that, yeah. you know, that the, the moments before the matrix are upon us. Uh, the moments before the replicants decide we are done being slaves, uh, we are coming after you, um, that, that something is building because now they know uh, that the, they can procreate, uh, which is you know, yeah. kind of the big central mystery of this movie, um, in that apparently Deckard is the grandfather of replicant kind, and, uh, and Rachel, right? Was it Rachel from the first one? Was that was that yeah. her name? You know, that they yeah. are the, you know, the forebearers of a new generation of replicants that can give birth. Currently, they, you know, they just have um, the one that, that is in hiding in this movie. Uh, and, man, I thought she was good. Um, yeah. I, 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 was, I was aware the first time that he was in there talking to her about, you know, creating dreams and those kind of things. My mind had already put together that that it wasn't that it was her memories, not his just uh, I I don't know if that if that piece just kind of if it's intentionally there or if I I just kind of stumbled upon it. But um, but, it was
2: retrospect for me. I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense now. But I did in the moment. I was not I was not thinking that.
1: It yeah, got me. Yeah, I, I I wondered if I was in the majority or minority on that. I don't. Uh, again, I don't. I think I've said this before. I don't take a lot of pride in catching twists before they happen. Um, I, uh-huh. I think there are a lot of people that do. I think it's just a matter of where your brain decides to connect dots. Sometimes, you know, there there sure. there are twists that give me. And honestly, uh, I like it better when I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know
2: what I mean. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I don't think well get,
2: here. I also, I because the movie is three hours long, almost. Um, I had to take a potty break, and that was right in, in my potty break. Oh. so whenever I got, whenever we revealed that he thought he was the offspring, mm-hmm. that's I was like, all right, that's our big moment. Then now's the time to go. They're not. They're surely not going to double down on that moment. I have a minute while he's flying his you know car to the next place. <laughs> um, right. So I came. I came in. I thought at the front end, but you know, maybe more in the mid range of that scene. So I didn't get the full, I didn't get that full scene. I missed. the yeah. I clipped the first of it. Um,
1: One of the successes of the movie, I think, is uh, that even in its um, deliberate pace, it's still pretty dense. And I think that's why, like story wise, I think there's a lot still to think about. Yeah. And so, in fact, as I'm sitting here thinking about you know talking spoilers about what's going on, I'm realizing. I, there's a there's a lot of things that I have to I feel like I need to rewatch to really get a handle on uh the density of exactly what's going on here. Uh there's just a lot to process in almost three hours, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. There's not and there's nothing yeah, there's nothing arbitrary or thrown in about it. All all three hours, all two hours, forty five minutes of it is important. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. <laughs> well we saw what happened when I went to the bathroom. I missed I missed what was potentially like a great piece of foreshadowing, <laughs> you know, uh, but you got to pick and choose. Let's, yeah. uh,
1: let's just start throwing specific scenes out there. I think that's the best way to, to go about this. Sure. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I want to start with, since we're talking about, um, him thinking that he is the child of Deckard, that scene with him, that first scene where he and Deckard are having a drink together, uh, yeah. I thought was incredible. Um, yeah. I just the way it was written, the way it was acted. Um, I just I was. I, there's Gosling's performance. There is is so perfect because it conveys exactly all the things you would think would be authentic to that character as a replicant himself, figuring out you know, oh I'm important. Oh, who are you to me? Dealing with this is my quote unquote dad. Like I've had you know yeah, I, like yeah, it's, <laughs> all that stuff is there, and you know uh and of course Deckard is um you know he know he's in a different place because he knows that I mean I guess I shouldn't say he knows that's not his son but 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 he's not even on that page because you know he he knows he had a a daughter or whatever um yeah so it's I just I, I found that scene fascinating
2: um yeah I thought that was great um there's so much great stuff the um I, I felt every the the um the the moment there's I was about to try and pick out we, we you said her name I don't remember now but the the Jared Leto's assistant character yeah 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 uh um who has the maybe the most interesting one to watch in this whole movie and that says a lot because everybody's great in this yeah her character who is a, a replicant but she has this sense of duty, but also like this weird compassion mm-hmm. and the, like, it's just the, the, the most interesting thing to watch, but the scene with her, um, the moment actually, whenever she, uh, kills Robin Wright, um, that scene is great, but that moment, like, and, and the shot of her at the end of it, where the, like, when she has on her face, I don't know how many she she's selling four different things. Yeah, I think it feels yeah. like you know, like four different emotions all at once. It's so good. She's so good. Yeah, the character's so good.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, and it's set up with this extremely powerful and unsettling, uh, you know, uh, replicant birth scene uh, where she bears witness to uh, Jared Leto's you know, character birthing a new replicant and then murdering yeah, a new replicant right in front of her, because he's, he's aware of the inability of the replicants. Does he, does he want them to be able to procreate or not? I can't like, I'm because he he's very specifically talking about procreation in that scene and, you know, cuts into her womb ish area, you know, so to speak as a you know yeah. kind of symbolic of that um what what is his desire in all of this what what is he out for
2: that's uh that's good man um i because i th- i do think that that is what he what he's wanting and that's what he's looking for i don't know if this is exactly where they're going but that's one of the things i think is great about this movie is it makes you go in all sorts of di- different directions yeah but i started even thinking about um and they did this a lot like taking you back to um slave imagery period right yes Just, uh, yeah slaves of hist- historically mm-hmm. slaves um and and the way that slaves were a commodity right and the way that there was a sense of you know slave owners if they wanted more slaves they would go out and they would procreate with their slaves mm-hmm. yeah and then they had more and it was a free way hey i got it's free i have free I'm making free cattle. Right. So that was the mindset in right. a sense. Um, so there, it's like there's like the, that mindset with him, but he also has such a love of his creation. But it's like this weird dual, like, uh, spiritual and commercial element in him.
1: Yeah. Well, he does talk. He talks about not being able, um, you know, to make enough. You know, like there, he talks about being on. What do you say? Like nine planets now, which I thought was an interesting piece yeah. of information. Yeah. Um. And but that that's not enough. We should be on you know this many or whatever. And so I think for him it is a, a method of procreation becomes an exponential way to increase the workforce to increase yeah. the 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 slaves the amount of slaves that are available to do what they want them to do. And and honestly, what makes it so interesting? What makes it so interesting to me is. If you're in your modern 2017 mindset and somebody says, we make robots to do what we tell them to do, well, duh, that's what technology is. Like, it's so interesting that they're able to take what is a common, understood idea of if we make robots, yeah, they're slaves. Why wouldn't they be? And then at the same time, take us to a place where we go, oh, we may actually have to deal with the fact that, you know, that we're going to be dealing with moral quandaries about you know these things that we create. So I just the way that it does both is just so interesting to me.
2: Well, and the way his um his journey uh par- like the parallel of that with the the underground for lack of a better word the mm-hmm. the the replicant rebellion that they want the same thing but for all, completely different reasons. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then they paint a picture for everybody like the, the perspectives in this you know per- performances give away a little bit like who's a good guy and who's a bad guy or whatever but like they're it's you are you see the sides like like it's a good antagonist and good protagonist be- on all fronts because you see both sides of the coin with like, everybody yeah uh it's not to say that Jared Leto is right that he wants slaves but you know what i mean like they they do a clear job of him explaining it in a, in a way that doesn't look like I'm a bad guy and that's why I want it. Like he's got good intentions or for him. Good intentions, yeah. you know? Uh,
1: another um, scene I think of is uh, when Deckard is brought back to the, the Leto character and they present him with another Rachel, which I thought was really well done. Um, yeah. I mean, it looked just like her from, you know, the first one uh yeah. and he turns it down and then they execute her right behind him yeah uh yeah. man it's just those powerful moments uh, are just throughout this entire movie
2: i do want to talk about that moment that was one of the things i wanted to mention um i felt like they they got that right where i think star wars pushed it too far oh okay star wars got cocky, got cocky with their peter cushing
1: mhm and yeah. i feel
2: like this they only let her say one line on camera. The rest of it was a shot from behind. Yeah. So, it never it never gave away. I mean, it the the technology was great. If you're looking for it, you can see the the, you know, the seams or whatever. But and it's and it's that one line and it's almost too much technically to give it away. But when she's standing there holding a composure like she did from the first one, um, I did, I have to second guess, like, did they just pull that shot from the first one? And that, is that the effect or is she created completely from new? Right. Um, um, because it was so, so right on. Had they showed her face doing a lot more talking and emoting, I think we would have been in trouble.
1: Yeah, I think you could be right. I think it's getting better and better. You know, I look at some of the yeah. stuff that the Marvel movies have done. I think it's been pretty effective. Um, you know, starting with Robert Downey, young Robert Downey Jr. Uh, kind of uh-huh. blew my mind when I first saw that. Uh, I found actually some of that de-aging stuff, uh, like uh, the latest Guardians I think has some um, de-aging of, of Kurt Russell uh, in yeah. there. Um, I found that it works better for me on the big screen for some reason. I find when I get it home, that, it, that the, and that's not just for de-aging, I guess that's for CG effects in general, uh, that sure. somehow once I'm home those effects don't quite work as well. And I don't know, is that shrinking the screen? Is it because it's being uh you know that the the way it's being put on a tv is different than the way it's being put on film i just i don't know what that is but um sure but it's it's definitely I'm interesting sure either, to me yeah. but yeah i think it definitely it works in that scene for sure what were the little things flying around him are those his eyes like is that how he sees
2: i think so i think it's some sort of um um uh targeting like it, it creates a grid or whatever so that he could read space okay he couldn't see he couldn't see what was going on necessarily but he could what's what's the word i'm looking for like whenever triangulate
1: mm-hmm. through okay.
2: those that's that was my impression i love the the concept of it and i thought it was it was really effective like the, the moments where he walked and they were swarming all around him you know made for a really interesting character take
1: is he supposed to be the same guy from the first one
2: no I the did. guy was killed in the first one wasn't he?
1: see, I thought he was too, and then I then I watched it yesterday and and maybe I just turned away at the wrong time, but I know he had his eyes like he had the, like they dug his mm. thumb and I was like, oh wait a second was that because when I watched it yesterday I was like, wait, is that the same guy because he's you know now he's blind and doesn't have any eyes or but then I, but I don't about think fifteen was. years younger <laughs> yeah yeah no, no I don't think it's I don't think it's supposed to be but."
2: I think if he was supposed to be, they they would have sold, given us something more than yeah. No, you're just, right. Was you're blind. right.
1: I'm way off. It was I just, think. it was just int- I think it was just when I saw, when I remembered that in the original Blade Runner, he kills him by digging his thumbs through his eye sockets. I just, it just kind of. Yeah. I had a moment where I was like, well, that guy's blind too. So. Um, so I, don't hey, know. I,
2: I had a question about a very tiny little thing. Um, do it, man. But the, it was a callback that I didn't understand. I, I, if it was a callback, I missed the first time around. The um, up and to the left. When she says, "You expect me to look up and to the left, or whatever?" Yeah, she yeah, steps yeah. into the light, and she's missing her right eye. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that until I went back and watched the the short films, and oh, realized okay. what that meant. Do they talk? Do they talk about that in the movie? Well, did I just miss
1: it? I don't know that they talk about are you just talking about the fact that they have the serial number under their eye yeah
2: and that you have to look up and to the left to be able to the the replicant has to look up to the left to see the serial number
1: um i think uh in the doesn't dave batista isn't that where we first see it isn't that how he uh, identifies dave batista's character at the beginning okay that makes sense in the scene i did not i couldn't sell what was on his eye
2: when they did that oh okay yeah. I, I, so that's what i miss and I, I was watching on a big screen and stuff um that's probably so that's on me all right well that makes more sense which because when she came in and said you're expecting me to look up to the left and she didn't have an eye i'm like what is happening what is going on <laughs> why do I know what's happening um,
1: um one of the uh yeah there, there's so much great stuff here and we, we really don't have time to talk about it all uh, but just you know bits and pieces as, as we think of them uh since I just watched the original yesterday uh, a little bit of um, what's the word mirroring or or whatever between the two is the, the piano Uh, in the original Deckard, you know, playing around on the piano, playing that one note. And in this one, Ryan Gosling playing that one note where the, you know, the, the sock is hidden um, or whatever. Um, I thought that was, that was interesting. and something I wouldn't have noticed if I didn't go back and watch the first one.
2: Yeah. Also interesting. He hits the one note, one time and it doesn't play. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's when he finds the sock, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then he plays the, he plays the note a different time. Right. Yeah. I remember, um, the piano, it comes back in, uh,
1: was it, he's in Vegas? Yeah, I think so.
2: Okay. Yeah. And I thought that was, I thought that was, um, nice too. Another thing that, uh, that you saw the, the, the totems, right. Mm -hmm. The, um, and the first one the guy did his little origami and matchstick man and yep um, and this one the whole thing centers around like one of the big clues is that that whittled wooden horse yeah with the with the date stamped on the bottom and they even the shot is even the same sometimes when they're sh- when they show it sitting on the the, sh- the, the counter or whatever or the little desk it's the exact same composition of you know the unicorn at the end of uh, uh the first yeah
1: one. yep yeah there's some good mirroring there as well. Uh, lovely, lovely. I, the one twist that did get me that I, that I didn't see coming, be, it was interesting because I was like, Oh, really? I mean, that's kind of cliche and obvious. And then they kind of turn it on its head was th- when the, um, um, the character planted the beacon on him or the, uh, like, a I I would just call it a GPS chip or whatever the locator, oh, yeah, yeah. uh, on yeah. him and, I uh, and so that they could find him. And then, uh, the, you know, They break in, take Harrison Ford, you know, leave him for dead ish or whatever. Uh, you know, of course we're thinking, well, that's because she planted that locator on him or whatever, but then they come back and take him to fix him up and stuff because they're actually the rebellion. I didn't see that coming that they were, that she had planted that for the rebellion to make sure that they could be there to help him.
2: Yeah. I was the same way. I was totally in on it. Um, and it's just one of the again one of those. There's, the movie's got so, it's just so dense with interesting little things. They don't waste any extra time or energy, making you believe that she's working for the bad guys. Right. Um, you just but you do you instinctively go that way because of the the way they tell the story, and then when the reveal is like oh that that the reveal is pays off a lot more than than the setup did. You know, yeah. the setup is almost buried or away thrown away almost I said throw it away um,
1: <laughs> Well, and it makes yeah. and it makes the it, it does that wonderful thing that a story movement can do where it makes you relook at the rest of the movie. It makes you relook at their uh, their scene of intimacy where she is the stand-in for his joy character or whatever. and kind yeah. of her facial reactions while that is having her response to him, you know, initially I'm thinking it's because she feels bad about, you know, double crossing him, but it's not. It's more that she is feeling so deeply what he's going through because of her beliefs. You know, yeah. so it's like it's just kind of seeing those through, you know, different lenses. And, I, you know, I just I love that kind of stuff.
2: And and is she herself a replicant?
1: I believe so. I, think I know they don't set her mean.
2: up that way, but then at the, when she shows up with the rebellion, you you make that assumption. Yeah. And I, I think did.
1: that's just an assumption at this point. Um, what's your assumption yeah. on uh, Ryan Gosling or Agent K or whatever you want to call him? Uh, is he dead?
2: Um,
1: they do so good with that, don't they? Yeah, they really do.
2: Um, I think I think he is. Um, I and that's just because I think the story means that much more if he is. I think if if he's fine, the story is all still true and relevant. But that um, definitely packs some more of an emotional punch right and it and it wraps uh it wraps up his journey more than if he's you know just taking a break (laughs) yeah uh so where does it go um well i want to say too i this go this goes into what you're what you just asked um i was so paranoid i mentioned this in the first one i was so paranoid that they were going to go a cliche route with harrison ford's decker character i thought you know he was going to pull another star wars where he you know kills himself to save the main character and just blah, 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 again, business as usual in Hollywood. And, man, the fact that it became, the struggle became to keep him alive at all costs. Mm -hmm. And um, he was the the treasure in a sense. Uh, I don't know if it's brilliant, but it just was perfect for what that story did all the way through. Um, And the fact, if that happens, and Ryan Gosling's character is the one that dies, that just has that much more impact and i think going into the the next story um they've set it up so that the story could continue either way right yeah with the gosling's character uh because the story is now like decker was a piece of the story you know he was a piece of the bigger story now um and we they, we could have a whole new main character for the third one, and it would be just as relevant. I mean, and they've set it up that it could be this this other this other actor, and she was great. She could definitely pull it off too, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I that's I think that's what I want the wanna daughter. See. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. see the daughter become the center. Um, even in her moments, uh, her very brief moments in the movie, she had such an empathy to her, and yet at the same time, there was a real strength there too. Uh so yeah, yeah. I, I'd be interested to see what that character does. Anything else you wanted to? I think
2: if Gosling it yeah if he's still alive um I think that would be if there was and there was another movie I think it would be a really interesting dynamic to have them with a full awareness of who they were interacting. Um, yeah. I think there's what what they what they touched on and foreshadowed in that one scene of them together um like there's oceans there of parts of him are the is the same person mm-hmm. as her, you know. He has her memories uh, up to a certain point in his life. Right. Um which was the one of the big twists in the movie and I bought it all you know hook line and sinker. And adding to a dad character to that like what that what a great trio dynamic. That would I would watch that movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I'm totally with you. Uh does the movie maybe I totally missed this um does the movie ever even address the Deckard is or isn't a replicant question? No, I love it so much. <laughs> no, everybody was so convinced. Like, well, they're
2: gonna have to explain it now, and I feel like it leans away, but it's still like.
1: How do you who feel knows? like? How do, how do you I, feel like it leans?
2: I feel like it. I feel like it. Um, oh, see, I, I said that. I feel like the fact that he. Has aged, um, w- and the technology of when he was created don't match up. He was created either before or the same time as the Nexus, whatever the whatever right. the generation was, where right. they had a four year lifespan. So that piece of logic that was gone for you know after the first movie, you're like, well, who knows? Four years, maybe he was alive or dead. Who knows? Um, he's alive now, which would suggest that. That's not the case, but they do plant seeds of miracles and the fact that he is, if he is, he's obviously a different kind of replicant. At the very least, uh, Rachel was, you know, that they were able to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I feel like he's, I, it's weird. I feel, I le- in the after the first one, I lean that he was, um, and after the second one, I, I lean that he isn't, but I still love that it could be either way, and it's still all makes sense in the universe either way right
1: yeah i for me i don't see anything blatant uh in the first or the second one for me to even feel like i have to answer that question i feel like the text you know forget any subtext but the text is that he is a human um and now
2: did you um what cut did you watch of the first one the final cut out of curiosity okay
1: uh, I get so it. That would be the one that had any of the clues. Sure, yeah. I mean, I get it. Unicorn, you know, but I mean, that's really—I don't know. I feel like that's stretching. I mean, it is an interesting ending, but. Um, but well, I
2: think... I think more that it goes into Ridley Scott in that sense. Like he put it in because that's the way he's leaning, and he's the creator. You know what I mean? So, yeah. the, it, as a as a piece of information, it's still arbitrary. But the fact that it was necessary for him to add it, right, into it would suggest that he's trying to sell something more. Well, and there is, of course, uh, Harrison Ford is on the other end. He's like, "Of course, I'm a human," but that makes sense because that's why he'd have to play it anyway, you know.
1: Um, so I mean, there is the interesting thing about the procreation too. You know, if he can make a replicant child with another replicant, does that make him more or less likely to be a replicant himself? Uh, Is it, you know, within the universe, I think within the universe, I think it's more interesting for a replicant and non-replicant to make, you know, some sort of hybrid child. Um, Yeah. But there could be some logical consistencies to, you know, only replicants could make other replicants. So I don't know. It's it's really fascinating to me. Yeah. I love it. Well, there you go. Those are the spoilers from Blade Runner 2049. Uh, if there's anything else you wanted to talk about or any other questions you have for us, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. We love talking about movies, so we're more than willing to do that. Uh, we will be back next week. Not sure what movie we'll be talking about, so not sure if there'll be a spoiler chat or not, but thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you, and uh, as always, you can uh, check out stuff uh, for Pop in your podcast player. Just search for whatever you want, and then, Josh, you've got you know, your stuff with the nether region and you can also follow Josh on Twitter at Josh W. Childs for the personal stuff or at the nether. Is it nether underscore region?
2: Nether underscore region. Yeah.
1: At nether underscore region for that stuff as well. Um, We'll catch you next time. Thanks for hanging out with us.
0: Bye